Welcome to the Crimson Circle Connection Center in Louisville, Colorado. We're here for our first shout of the new series, Passion 2020. Oh boy, are you ready? Out there, are you ready? You, there's a little light in here. Are you ready? Yes! Today's a very special day because this is Adamus's 310th birthday, for God's sake. 310th. Happy birthday, Adamus! It is also my dear, beloved, incredibly gracious, wonderful channeler husband. I'm going to get ready. Jeffrey Hoppy's birthday this month also. To, and, to, and to all Virgos uh, who are having a birthday this month. And Jeff adores all Virgos. I don't know if they could live with each other, but he adores them. So, wonderful, happy so, birthday. Thank you. Okay. And it, in fact, it's such a special month. There's a, lo, there's a chambre here local that she, it's her birthday, and Sylvia is bringing in a taco cart to treat us all, to help celebration. So I'm so sorry if you couldn't make it to the monthly meeting for these special treats. Okay, I heard there's birthday cake. I heard it's just going to go wild. Okay, so are we ready now for Adamus? Okay. So now that I've got you all excited, now it's time to take the good deep breath. That good deep conscious breath of life. We breathe. We know how to do that. You can fall asleep and you keep breathing. But we're talking about the conscious breath, that deep conscious breath. Really let the energy flow. Really feel it and allow it. It's that breath. You can feel those energies. You breathe in and the energies flow. They flow in and they flow out. Take the good deep breath of life as we invite Adamus and his friends here for us. Be with that good deep breath of life. Take the good deep breath and feel it in all your senses, human and divine. Stay with this good deep breath. And the music is going to play as we go into the channel. And I invite you to not just listen to this beautiful music, but to breathe it in, to sense it, and feel it. Be with the good deep breath. I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Ah. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Thomas. Happy birthday to you. 300. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 310. I, I hardly look 30. <laughs> and a bubble machine to go with it. Uh, it says, congratulations on 20 years to the Crimson Circle and happy birthday, Adamus. 
Uh, let's use this as a celebration for all of us, for all of the Merlins, a, an acknowledgement that we're here now. Thank you for the cake. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, we'll get everybody high in sugar afterwards. But right now, we're going to get high on a little energy. Uh, let's take a, Yes, my dear. Yes. I'm ready. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so dear Shambra, here we are. After 10 years with me, 10 years with Tobias, we're still here, still here, going stronger than ever. We're coming now into our new series, which I've titled Passion 2020. Uh, can we get that uh, graphic up on the screen? Passion 2020. It's the uh, beginning of a new era in so many ways. It's the time that you realize that you're realized. That's, that's number one. You realize that you're realized. We're going to get into that in just a minute, but you've been eluding it, kind of playing a game with it. And it's time now to realize that you are realized. As funny as you all look with those headbands <laughs> on. <laughs> but isn't it good that after how many years uh, that we can now make fun of those stinking Atlantean headbands? Uh, for so long, for so long, the headbands are the very things that uh, held the human back. It kept the human in the mind, kept it programmed, and now we can wear toilet seats <laughs> and, and and a variety of other things that you have. Uh, it's so good to be able to laugh at it and say, "These are just headbands. They they cannot do anything to me." And let's bring that forward now into technology as it comes into this world. As uh, Calder and Linda just said, we recently did our Pronost update, and I, I think it was such a beautiful summary, capsulization of where the world is right now. And again, not looking into some far-off distant future, not some science fiction uh, concept of what's happening. It is happening on the planet. People don't want to hear about it, or they're distracted by other things uh, – politics, finance, wars, and weather. Uh, they're distracted by other things, but the number one issue on the planet right now, above anything, is technology, or artificial intelligence, or computers, however you want to put it. The number one thing that's happening on the planet, everything else is just responding to that. Everything else is kind of a distraction in a way. For if is anybody here who still gets caught up in politics? Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do it for fun. Do do it from behind the floating short wall, meaning it's up there and you're behind the wall. Don't get caught in it. It's a waste of your time, not why you're here. It's the antithesis of your passion. Don't get caught in it. World problems, world affairs, uh, the whole thing. I know I'm not being socially or politically or spiritually correct here, but even global warming and the environment, you've got to be kidding. You've got better things to do than take on those causes. Uh, global warming. I know a lot of you are going to get upset with me and think that I'm turning brown instead of green, but it's, it's a distraction. It's so funny because the Earth can take care of herself. You know, humans are not going to destroy the earth by having too many um, factories or gasoline cars. I'm not saying it's good, 
But Earth can really take care of itself. Woe to the human, of course, but the Earth can take care of itself. And it's no coincidence that all this focus on, on the environment right now, especially in light of the fact that Gaia is leaving and humans are taking responsibility. So it's actually natural that humans will become even more and more and more concerned about the environment, as they rightfully should be, but it's also turning into a big cause. Uh, let others do it. Let others take on those battles. We're going somewhere else. Yes, Linda. Well, can we just uh, – some of it's just for pure entertainment value. Is it okay to, to, to be watching for entertainment value? What part is pure entertainment value? Well, you know, things like watching the stupid things they say in debates and laughing about how well, if you can, if you can laugh about it, if yeah, you can yeah. understand that behind almost all of it, mm-hmm. behind almost all of it is power oh, yeah. and not understanding energy. You've chosen to be here. Your passion coming alive in the year 2020. Your passion is to be here as Merlins, to be here on this planet to show people, you know, all this noise and these games and everything else you're playing are, are, are just that. There is something far above it, and that is being the Merlin. The Merlin is the one who allows energy to serve them. That's it. That's it. And to get caught up in these other things is going to drain you. If you could do it all like you did the, the, the roast to me, you know, not being serious. Of course, none of those things that were said were serious. <laughs> if you can laugh about it, you can laugh about your entity, you laugh about these other things, but it is not your job to take on these causes. You've got something phenomenal. It's going to take. It's not going to take your energy. It's going to take your uh, further commitment to yourself in this lifetime. And this is the year. No coincidence that, uh, as Linda points out, 2020 is perfect vision. Clarity. It's when the dragon comes in. 2020, as Calder pointed out, is the uh, number four. And as you see here in the graphic, which, yes, I created that graphic. I also created thirst and water and everything else. I am so flattered. Even I baked that cake myself. <laughs> and here you have you have kind of the old background, old lettering, uh, so ironclad, uh, stamped in in and sealed in that metal, uh, representing uh, the humanity, society right now. It's on its old path, but we're going to rip through it. We're going to break right through. It. I don't care if it's metal or stone or anything else, because the passion supersedes anything. Passion – I was going to say the word trumps, but uh, Calder said not to say that in this group. <laughs> Passion goes above and beyond anything, and that's why you're here. You know, it's been a long time – a long, long time – since you've really felt passion. Uh, you've gotten through your days. You've done you know, what's been necessary to survive. You've really been doing a tremendous amount allowing allowing uh, a lot of it. And it's all been without that real passion. That's one of the first things you lose after you come out of awakening and you then make that choice to go into mastery. The passion just goes away, and you try to rekindle it, and it doesn't work. And you try to rekindle it even more, and you try to make up some new passions, and you get passionate about making up new passions, but even that goes away, and suddenly there's nothing. It's emptiness. And yeah, that's the worst time. 
as you all have experienced, it's the very worst time when you just feel you're in that void. And that's where that, that time in the void is so, is where it's so important to do the allowing, to make the real transformation. You're in the cocoon. You've gone from being the caterpillar and you're on your way to the butterfly. In that cocoon, the allowing, because there's nothing else you can do. You can't fight anymore within yourself. You can't figure it out anymore. Uh, the human couldn't construct it if it tried, and it shouldn't be trying. And you're just laying there in that void of the cocoon, and what can you do but allow? Just allow. And that's what you've done. And that's why we're here. And that's why we can proclaim that this next series is Passion 2020. It's interesting that it lands in the year of 2020. It's, uh, I guess, partly coincidental, partly not, but it's the emergence of the passion. The passion is personal to each and every one of you, but it won't be anything like your old passions. It won't be a hobby. It won't be trying to take on uh, uh, politics or the environment or anything like that. Those things are going to seem like tedious jokes to you going forward. Humans, sometimes they get all in a scurry about things. Uh, they get all wrapped up in it and not really looking at the overview of things. As we go into our passion, your passion, the passion was to be here on the planet. Feel back for a moment when you could have had your enlightenment last lifetime, maybe even earlier this lifetime, last lifetime, maybe the, even the lifetime before, and you said, I'm going to wait because you knew that something was coming up. I'm going to wait. A and you did, and now here we are. You could have had your realization in the mid-1800s, when I would say historically not a lot going on on the planet, no great big changes, but you said, I'm going to wait till about 2020. It's the time of machines that I talk about so, so much, meaning technology, computerization. It's the time when there's so much changing on the planet. It is phenomenal. A new human species is about to be birthed, uh, and it won't be a typical biological species. It's a time when there is going to be a tremendous amount of Oh, uh, control may be not the right word, but regulation with with the uh, technology, uh, as I talk about in Pronost 2019 update that we did recently. Magic is going to be outlawed, not necessarily on the books as such. Written magic is uh, no longer um, legal, but it's going to be outlawed in terms of anybody who's not in conformity, who's not thinking and act. Every everything. All of you do, all humans do, is going to be monitored. And you could say, well, no, it's never really going to happen to me, or that's sometime long in the future. No, it's what they call the Internet of Things. It means the big brother, the eyeball, everywhere you go. And there's some great advantages to it, some wonderful advantages, finding lost children, uh, finding who committed the crime by viewing some surveillance tapes on a store camera, or things like that. Great advantages in all this. I'm not saying it's bad. However, 
once somebody steps out of line psychologically, and that's I didn't even talk about this in, in the Pronost update, but there's such concern these days about doing psychological profiling. You know, who's going to be the next uh, mass shooter on the planet? Uh, who's going to do heinous things to others? So profiling will become very acceptable. They'll never call it that, but it's monitoring. Anybody who goes out of conformity, who smiles too often. Uh, no, I'm serious. No, there's, there's going to be an algorithm for smiling, you know, because it's going to be considered the computer. Artificial intelligence is going to figure out here are the dynamics that occur when somebody's on their way to crazy, and things like they blink too much, or they smile too much, or they. Um, have certain antisocial behaviors, it's all going to be monitored, and then that person is going to be brought back into conformity. Oh, no, no, not by beating them to death, no, by giving them cake <laughs> and some funny little pills. Yeah, it, it's, that's where society is going to. And I'm not saying it's good or bad, it's an experience of society, but you have it so well remembered within you, the whole Atlantean thing. What happened there? Uh, what was meant to be a, a, a good thing and really got humans trapped in their mind. And you've made a commitment, your passion. I'm going to come back at this time, and I am going to be the magic. I am the magic. And. I'll tell you right now, there's no need for you to worry about all the computer, computer algorithms figuring you out as the crazy one, because you're going to have such a command of energy, uh, non-intrusive, um, uh, non-manipulative command of energy, they're just not going to see you. All the rest of uh, magic will be outlawed, so to speak. They're not going to see you. And you're going to truly be the standards for this planet. It is a huge responsibility, but it is also your passion. It's why you came back. It's why you've endured everything you've endured up to now. It's why, um, well, you could say there wasn't instant realization. It's why there's been times you felt so damn lonely and so ineffective because it was just waiting until now. We've come through the Emergence series, and you have emerged. I mean, you have. We're, we're not going to be emerging. You have emerged. Now it's that thing when, when the butterfly first spreads its wings, it feels a little awkward. And it's trying to fly, but it still remembers what it was like to be green with 18 legs. And there's a little bit of awkwardness. And really, that's what we're going to be doing in this series is, is going through that awkwardness. But I have to remind you, you, you are realized. Now you just need to realize it. <laughs> so let's take a deep breath with that. Passion 2020. The passion is to be here, to be the magic on the planet. How do you define magic? It's a variety of different ways, but it's when you let energy serve you. And it's really not magical, it's natural. But for most of humanity, it's going to seem like magic. Magic is those things that cannot be defined by science or computers or regular human logic. What we're going to be doing, it's not in the science books. 
and they can cut your brain apart and try to figure out how you're doing all this, and they still won't find it. Oh, no, I'm sorry, you did that in Atlantis. Uh, no, they're not going to do it now. They're not going to do it now. It's what can't be defined. It, it, it's not uh, in accordance with current physics. But that's okay, too, because current physics are going to be changing very fast. And again, uh, none of this is far off future. None of this is just projection on my part. Along with those who I work with at the Crimson Council, we look at what is happening. A lot of the technology stuff doesn't make its way to the first or second pages of the, your newspapers. Oh, there aren't newspapers anymore. Uh, of your internet feeds. I have to get used to that one. Uh, because it's not really exciting. I mean, who wants to read about technology? I know some engineers here do, but uh, it's not exciting to most people. They want to read about uh, the latest uh, mass murder. They want to read about the latest weather catastrophe, or, you know, the, the drama scenarios, uh, politics, of course. So it's not making the front page news, but it, it's a creeping syndrome. And it's creepy, too. But it's a creeping syndrome. It is creeping into everybody's lives. Nobody's stopping and saying, hang on a second, everybody. What's, what's it going to be like in five years or ten years? And even when they do, it's like, well, look all the benefits of uh, a brain implant, chip implant. You know, the, oh, don't get me going, because we just did Pronost, and I don't want to do Pronost Part 2 here. But <laughs> And I'm sorry if I'm going to offend. No, I'm never sorry when I offend anybody. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, there are certain governments uh, in, on the planet, not to mention any. Well, we're not going to go there. So, <laughs> yeah, nor would we dare. That have a very um, large uh, movement, both technology, financially, and everything else, to do mass chip implants on every planet. It will be the law. You must have one. And I'm not going to give any names here, but Dragon, there it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to be part of the social reform. It's not in Europe and it's not the United States, so don't worry too much about that. But it will be required. And I'm going to say, feeling into it and having traveled there already, uh, in about seven years not so very far away. Well, you're already doing it kind of to dogs, but it doesn't affect the brain. But no, the implants are going to be a, the new thing. But I digress, because I want to talk about the reason you're here on the planet right now. In a way, you've chosen a really shitty time. <laughs> well, no, I, I was channeling Sartre. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, o the, o the only toilet bowl uh, headband from Atlantis. The passion is to be here to be the standard, to be in perfect, harmonious command with your energy. That's it. You're not going to be standing on street corners uh, uh, evangelizing. Uh, a lot of you aren't going to be doing any large group teaching or anything like that. Uh, you're not going to be uh, you're not going to be trying to proactively going out and change everything. Uh, it's just not going to happen. You're going to be doing it very quietly, but that is the loudest way of doing it. 
that is the most effective and that is the most uh, really uh, notable way of doing it quietly in your own life. In your own life. So we come to this time of Passion 2020. I've been waiting for it for a long time. And that's what we're here for now Passion. You'll have a rekindling of passion within you. This is what I'm here for. I get it. And remember, it's not a cause. I came here to be all that I am, to be the Merlin, to bring the magic back to the planet, period. That's it. And that, that is such a passion, a real reason for being here, a real reason for letting your light shine. In this year, for so many of you, uh, all the confusion uh, about uh, that goes around in your mind, what am I supposed to be doing? Why am I here? It's a pretty big one that you have. That, that dissolves away. You're going to know so clearly, 2020 clear, why you're here. And the fact is, is that you know, you don't, it's not a big mission. It's not about going out there and trying to convert the natives or the muggles. It's about just being. You're going to find it delightful. And Calder doesn't believe it, but just to go somewhere to be at an airport or a store and just to stand there and just to be in yourself, in your energy, and watch how funny little things happen all around you. Uh, and, you know, some would be amazing. Suddenly somebody is just in your presence and they start to cry uh, be, because. Being in your light gives them such hope, and they, they can't figure it out in their head. They don't know that it was you, Joanne, that did it to them, but they're just crying. Sorry, they're going to always cry. But <laughs> be, because he brings such joy. No, you're going you're gonna, to uh, actually enjoy – Keller really doesn't believe this – but you're going to enjoy getting back out there. Being amongst others, and then for brief periods of time, because you're going to see the direct effect it has, and you're not going to you're not going to be trying to inflict anything on anybody. You're not going to be trying to change their life. But can you just imagine? You're out, um, let's say at a at a what do you call them department store. You're at a store. It's busy. The clerks are cranky. The customers are pushy and obnoxious. Uh, it, it's, uh, you can feel all the energies, the energies that used to make you feel nauseous and, and weak. And suddenly you're there. You're just standing there. You're not, you're not buying anything. You don't need to buy anything. You're just standing there, and you're watching almost a, uh, the, the chaos start to reorganize itself. And not because you're making it, just because you're there. You, these are real examples of what's going to happen. Suddenly, in what is chaos and doldrum, boredom all around you, grayness, suddenly all the energy starts twirling and swirling. The lights go out. Things start falling and breaking. People are bumping into each other. And you stand there with a big old smile on your face, knowing that things are swirling back into harmony just because you're there. The energies that you bring in are so pure and clear and it causes all the stuck energies to break out of being stuck and to come back to their natural way of being. It's going to happen. It's going to happen in 
everything in your life, your home, out with people, your automobile, your computers, everything else, and it might break before it gets fixed and, and, and comes into a whole new level. And that's okay. You will be okay with it, because you realize that, first of all, you're, you're going you're gonna to remember some of you being a witch way back when, another lifetime, and some of the dastardly deeds you did, and some of the energy confusion that, that came out. And you're going to think for a moment, oh no, here we go, witch time again. And then you realize, no, this time, because you're doing it without agenda, you're just being. You watch how the energies maybe cause some chaos and commotion, but then there's a harmonization that occurs just because you're there. And you're going to have a big smile. And you're going to feel that passion. And you're going to say to yourself, Ah, what I went through to get here was nothing. That was easy. But I've got you all on some sort of videotape, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to show you those tapes of with your crying and your complaining and everything else. You look like that group in the shot at the end of the video. It wasn't funny. Okay, so let's get into it. First question of the day. And during question and answer session, I'd like a stage prop, please, uh, just because. So I'm going to ask. Princess Henriette, to come up here. And if you just kind of stand like back here <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. And later on, when, when people. Oh, for moi. Ah, the best. Ah. Cheers. Mm. Salute. Mm. Worthy. Worthy. Uh, please. And just uh, yes, you can hold your glass. You can set it down. Oh, that's nice. Maybe we should end the shout right now. Yes, thank you. Okay, stage prop in place. Excellent. Microphone, uh, Linda, please. To the audience. Yeah, lights up. Question. Somebody before the question. Absolutely. Question is, uh, we've been discussing this um, amongst some of the ascended masters. You wait for the question. We've been discussing it. It was brought up originally by a small group of Chambra somewhere in Northern Europe. I won't mention the city. There were about three or four of them that got together and said, we really need to start writing a book, a book of standards and values about what we're learning and what we're doing. And they came to us um, kind of psychically and said, so what do you think about that? And we discussed it. And I said, oh, I'm going to take it to Chambra. We're learning a lot. There's a lot, you know. There's this huge uh, repertoire of information from 20 years. Where does one start with it? Well, where do you start? Hang on a second, please. We'll get a photo here. <laughs> this amazing library of information that uh, we've accumulated. So some of, some of them are saying, maybe we should start writing down some uh, standards and values. Really simplify it. Things like um, energy is your friend, uh, that type of thing. Uh, kind of almost little sayings, I guess. Uh, because right now, for somebody to go, as Gene knows, as somebody to go into the material, where do you start? What do you do? So a question I have for all of you today is, do we start writing uh, what we call the standards and values? 
This is a very interesting question. And you've, oh, we'll start here, and then we've got to go to Vince. Yeah, yes, Thomas? Can just start with Vince? No, no, no. <laughs> Vince wants to start with you. Yeah. Uh, well, this is my first time. Mm-hmm. So I can speak to it from the point of view of somebody coming into it, just coming into it. And yes. On one hand, it is a little overwhelming. I don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, where did you where start? I'll, YouTube. YouTube, okay. YouTube and I just kind of go wherever I feel drawn. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah, what's your favorite? Don't say Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew what was coming. <laughs> oh, he's so nice. <laughs> yeah. T- uh, what, what, go ahead. Merlin. Merlin. Uh, Merlin. The Merlin yeah. exp- information. Okay. Yes. Good. Uh, so, uh, yes or no? Uh, we do this. Oh, so uh, I'm actually uh, I'm learning another system of, of teaching music, which is yes. the same idea, where it's very open, right? And they don't define things. But at the, as you're learning it, you're kind of like, you wish there was something written down, or you wish somebody would say, well, give me something to hold on to. Yes. So maybe if you could find something in the middle where there's like little pointers maybe, don't mm-hmm. even go so strong as like a guideline or sure. you must whatever. Yeah. But just say, oh, maybe you want to start here. Go kind in of this a direction. book of breadcrumbs maybe, you know. Some breadcrumbs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Something like that. Okay. Like that. Uh, Vince, yes. I'm going to get called or drunk before this is done. (laughs) Yes, sir. Uh, I think it would be all right for them to write down their experiences, but we just went through this, what, four months ago? It's got to be their experience for them and not a prescription for anybody else. Okay. Otherwise, they might as well get out the catechism the Methodist Book of Discipline, yes. or Book pick of, your poison. Right. Good, good. Uh, Mormon DNO, uh, all the rest of that, yeah. Okay. And, and this could be argued either way, uh, or discussed either way. Uh, a couple more. Should we start writing down the standards and values? Or, or you know, the, the hundred worthy points of, of a master? And there are some that would love to read it right now. Um. <clears throat> Speaking of a place to start, um, I just recently started to go back through the Shouds and <clears throat> hadn't had a chance to go through the um, very first series for Tobias. And I was so surprised to see so many things that Tobias had started to talk about even back then yeah. that, you know, we have since talked about, you know, especially allowing. I was so surprised to see a lot of that stuff that he had mentioned about allowing back then. And, well, and you're surprised nobody listened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we were ready. I don't think we really understood what allowing was and why it was important and what we needed to, um, how we needed to put it in our lives and all that kind of stuff. I just, I mean, he, he would say, you know, we need total and complete allowing. And I was like, sure, right, you know whatever, but um, had no connection to it. So, um, and I think as people go through their um, reading of the shouts and everything, they make their own connections. And I think it kind of, you know, helps them to decide what their own values are. And By the way, I mentioned things going a little wacky. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but I, I think it just kind of, you know, for them, I don't think it needs to be any kind of standard or anything because I feel like it's what I'm doing, not a lot of people want to do or maybe have an interest in doing. But for me, it's something that I need to do for myself to continue or to have a better foundation, I think, of where, I, where I'm coming from and 
where I'm going to. So I don't see a real need for values and standards. Okay. I think it's just a, a personal thing. Good. A couple more. And this isn't a trick question. Uh, it is a, it's a genuine question. We're going to have to look at this over the next few years. Uh, and uh, well, go ahead. I'll sum it up in just a bit. Good question. Thank you. It it's wasn't like, mine, it's, but it's funny actually. I started on a book years ago, "Tools of the New Energy," mm -hmm. just picking out stuff out of the shouts, and and at some point I dropped it again. But mm -hmm. uh, really practical stuff like yeah. standing behind the short wall, oven of grace, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But uh, I wouldn't do standards and what was the other one? Values. values. That's. I think Gene summed it up pretty good in the one of our last articles, we need to tell our stories. Mm -hmm. That's the books we need to write, because that's what yeah. people can relate to, and that's what will ignite something in them, not just uh, the dreary stuff that we went through. Yep. Good. Thank yeah. you. Two more. Two more. Should we start documenting this, putting it down in a, a really defined form? I would like to <laughs> to uh, have, I'll just say, what the hell is a crimson circle? I mean, what, you know, we've talked, it's, it's and I try to explain when people mm -hmm. ask, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not ever up on a podium or anything, but, mm -hmm. well, it's consciousness. And but you were in Santa Fe, uh, by the way, which yes. you always remember. I always, will always, always remember. Always I wasn't remember. trying to. Will you always remember it? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, not converting, but, well, it's consciousness, but it's not a cult, but it's about realization, and the people go, Huh? Huh? Really? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So that would be my um, desire request uh, okay. that it, it, you know, 25 words or less even. Right, but just right. what, what yeah. is it? Uh, what, maybe what Crimson Circle should do a, they've gotten pretty good at doing videos, maybe a little video about what Crimson Circle is. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they've had it in the books for about five years, just hasn't gotten done. Gotcha. Yeah. It wouldn't have been appropriate to do it before then, anyway. So, okay, one more. Uh, there's somebody on my radar. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, Mary Sue. <coughs> you knew it. Yes. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Because it would be defined, and I wouldn't want it defined. Okay. If I would suggest anything, it would be questions and answers. Right. Or a roadmap right. of what the different parts of um, Crimson Circle material library has. Uh -huh. Okay. Good. There's a lot of information. Thank you, everyone. And, and thank you, uh, my dear Henrietta, the Princess of Versailles. Thank you. Beautiful outfit. Would you like yes. to go? Uh, Crash will help you here. Yes. That was a problem back then. Oh, it took so long to get dressed, and then you couldn't move, and it's like... <laughs> Okay, so I asked the question, and it's a very legitimate question, and uh, there's no one answer to it, but I'd say a couple of things from my perspective when we were called upon by this uh, group in Europe of Chambre. Um, it's not quite yet. Not quite yet. You, you know the stuff, you, you know the lines, uh, 
but you haven't really quite fully embodied them yet. It was like uh, you were saying before that uh, Tobias said all this years ago. Uh, he just said it nicely. I, I had to bring in uh, me <laughs> to, to say it so you'd really hear it. Now, he talked about allowing way back when, but it was, it was we were warming up, preparing, uh, and you were maturing in amazing ways uh, that, that you could begin integrating it back then and then slowly uh, bring it into your life and at some point really understand what some of the basic concepts, creation, allowings, what some of those were. So I'd say not quite yet, but at some point people are – this is going to really open up uh, in a lot of different ways. You know, somebody's going to figure it out that there, there are these people who are just like these walking magi on the planet. And they're going to start uh, tracking it and tracing it, and they're going to find their way right to Crimson Circle and say, you know, it's not just one of them, and it's not just their staff or leaders. It's they're all getting this. What's going on? That's the big expose. That's the big <laughs> that's the big reveal. Uh, and, and there, are, people are going to. Stop it, Kathumi. Uh, they're going to they're gonna start realizing there's something about this group. And then they're going to want to know uh, – not, not necessarily attack, but they're going to want to know what's going on here. What, what are your foundations? A- and if they were to ask you today, you would stumble and fumble, and you'd tell them what you're not, but you wouldn't be able to tell them what you are. So what I'm doing right now is just preparing you for that, whether there'll be a book or a video or uh, what do you call them, YouTube or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But there'll come a time where what are the major premises about all this? Uh, And I would say number one in that book, something Tobias said a long time ago, is you are God also. If you cannot accept that, don't read the other things on this list. But. Those are, th- those are such keys. You are God also. You're not separate. There is no separation. And right now I can think of probably 27 or 28 different um, tenets or um, key, key directional points, t- 27 breadcrumbs along the way. But you know, every one of you is adverse to, uh, because you've been there and done it, having this written down like it's a Bible. And then distorted by humans, and that's your aversion is going to come out like, oh, somebody's going to take this, and they're going to say, well, this line here means that you have to wear strange underwear and you can't drink caffeine. It's like it didn't say that. That's human interpretation, or or whatever it happens to be. Uh, they're going to misinterpret it, and that that's a key here. I bring this up today, and uh, we'll come back to it in a couple of years. Uh, but I wanted to start you start feeling into it. What what are the things that you have realized? I don't want to use the word learn, but what have you realized? What are the key things along the way, but points that are not going to entrap a human? Meaning they're not limitations, they're expansions. Your God also certainly not a limitation. It's an expansion. What are those points? And 
I just don't start writing in today because I really want you to feel into this for a while. But then when you're ready, or perhaps when we call for it, uh, we'll put that word out to Shambhara and, and we'll find a way to bring all this together. But there's some very key points that could really help free uh, people from, from the, well, the energy slavery that they're in right now. If you want to summarize all what we're doing, we're going from energy slavery to being uh, I am God also, to being free energy beings. Let's take a good deep breath with that. A passion, why we're here. And it, the beauty of it all – I have to remind you of this because you're stubborn sometimes – it doesn't take any work. Uh, it doesn't really take any energy. It doesn't take any work. Unlike anything you've done in the past, you don't have to effort this. That will be the biggest challenge. You're going to want to effort it. You're going to want to work on it. And you don't have to. It's just going to be there. So it leads to my second point, maybe second question. Realization is here. It's here. I know pretty much the dates all of you are going to have your realization. You pay me enough, I might <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Beg enough, grovel enough, and no, I'm not going to tell. It's really here. And it's not something, again, there's no carrot. And if there is, if you feel there's a carrot out there in front of you, whether it's from yourself or Crimson Circle or anything, eat the damn carrot. No, really, eat it. Nobody said you, you had to chase it. Eat the damn carrot. Be done with it. Realization is here, but it still eludes you. It sounds like a, you know that's a kind of a conflict in statements, but realization here, but it still eludes you. Why? Why? The answer is simple, and, I, and some of you are going to get upset with me, but that's where I get my kicks. Uh, <laughs> Why does it elude you? I've said it before, just like Tobias has said stuff before, but I'm going to really bring it home this time. Because you're enjoying something in the game. Period. No ifs, ands, and buts. Because you're enjoying it. No, that's okay. But you've got to admit and be willing to admit, hey, I, this is what I'm enjoying. This is why I have little glimpses of realization. This is why, even though I call out in the middle of the night, please, where's my realization? And, you know, I've been so patient and I want it now. I'm like sitting up there going, well, what the? Sure, okay, do it then. Well, but it's not here and I've got to wait. No, you don't. And I put it back on you now. There's something you're still enjoying about not realizing your realization. What is it? And it may not be obvious. It may not be obvious, but there's something you're still liking about it. I'd like to open this up with a microphone, please. And uh, what the hell are you enjoying about it? And I'm okay as long as you admit that you're enjoying a little bit more struggling. As long as you're enjoying saying, you know, I'm going to make this human thing last about as long as I can, uh, or I'm having too much fun on the road to realization. I don't want to stop. I don't want to be done. I'm on this great 
magical mystery train ride with all these chambra. I don't want it to end. And that's okay, as long as you admit it to yourself. That is the only thing between you and realizing your realization. I look at you and it's like, duh, yeah, you're realized. Oh, you don't realize that. Why not? <laughs> you know, there's nothing more to learn. There is nothing more to learn. And some of you are addicted to studying. There's nothing more to learn. You know, we're going in circles here. You know, maybe if I leave, then you have another entity come back and tell you what I told you and what Tobias before me told you. There's really nothing more to learn. So it's not about studying. Uh, it's not about being worthy. Uh, their worthiness is not valid. I mean, it, valid is a word or a concept. It is not valid. It's a human inflicted word. But some of you have that worthiness issue. So I'm going to ask you now. What, what is it? Uh, what is it that you're still enjoying? And please, there's no bad answers. Well, all right. <laughs> all right. There's a couple, but that's yeah, all right. All right. I'm not going to point out who has the bad answer, but if you let yourself realize what it is and, and be honest with yourself, it's like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm still doing. That's what I still enjoy, even if it's poking yourself with hot. Uh, metal uh, rods. It's like, yeah, but I still enjoy that, Adamas. I mean, it kind of gives me a painful thrill. All right, admit it, and then you'll, st you'll stop wondering why you haven't realized your realization. So, Linda on the microphone, what is it? Well, how about I like solving the problem? Okay, that, that is very valid. That's probably I don't know, maybe one or two on the list. You still like solving the problem. You're, d you're detectives. You're sleuths. You're like you're on the hunt. You gotta, you gotta figure it out. Do you think you're gonna solve the problem? No. Because you're the problem. <laughs> no, well you are. I'm sorry, but you are. No, you're the problem. He's not telling you. No, no, no. She's <laughs> your problem now. No, that's very, very common. I, I, I want to figure this all out. Uh, you're never going to. You're never going to. It wasn't designed. Earth is not designed to be solvable. Earth was never designed to be a final destination where you live forever. Ever. You're not going to. You're never going to figure it out, and they're going to put computers to the task of figuring it out, and they'll burn themselves out before they do. Uh, they will. That's, that's kind of the end of the, my book, is that uh, the, the, the computers, they run the whole world. They have everything, but they want your soul. Your soul. They're going to try to figure out where is his soul. They're going to go in and try to figure it all out, and they're going to take all the computing power in all the world to try to figure out where and what the soul is, and they're going to try to mimic the soul and consciousness, and then they'll blow themselves up because of it. And then you'll be sitting up there in the Ascended Masters Club with me saying, I told you so. Oh, we do that all the time. Number one famous line up there is, I told you so. You know? And then we all laugh. But you're right. You're never going to figure it out. What's there to figure out? Well, how to allow. How to allow? Okay. <laughs> Hang on. We've got we to do that again. The camera's <laughs> i got to show this tonight at the club. Okay. Would you repeat that? Just pretend. Go back in time. For instance, what? No, before you did it, with, you're like you really did it like. Oh. Uh, so you got to wipe that smile off your face when you do that. 
a little acting. How do I allow? Okay. How do I allow? What do you, how do you allow? Anybody here? Anybody? Stop trying to allow. Yeah, you just, uh, I allow. Boom. That's it. Don't think about it. The minute you think about it, you're not allowing. You're thinking about it. You're not going to figure this out, nor was it meant to be. It is an experience. Yeah, and if you want to figure it out, if you have to have some little keywords, it's, uh, you know, how, how do I solve the problem? I am here. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's kind of it. Philosophically, spiritually, every other way, I'm here. That's I'm here it. And just think about something else. Microphone, please. Oh, I'm here and I just think about something else. Oh, man, you're trying to figure it all out. Everything. <laughs> Were you a teacher in this lifetime? No. No? What would you do for a profession? A microphone. Um, I was in clerical for a long time, and yeah. then I went into health, more of a health care thing, uh -huh. helping others. Okay. But just stop trying to figure it out. You're not going to. And allow. <laughs> how do I allow? Let's do a book on how to allow. Okay. One word. Allow. <laughs> Nothing else. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty simple. Um, that's it. That's it. Okay, but you're still enjoying playing the game, and that's okay. Good. Let's let's get a couple others. Why is your realization, while you are realized, why is it eluding you? I think we've been in the shitter so long that it's really comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get, you get, it's a familiar place. Yeah. <laughs> Very familiar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, and really, uh, it's like you almost can't imagine being out of it. Yeah. So then what you're trying to do is tidy up your shitter uh, and get a few more <laughs> rolls of toilet paper and open a window for designer uh, toilet paper, last. whatever it no, is. And, and that, that's, that's very common. It's like I'm so used to being here, so uh, nothing's ever going to change, so I'm just going to clean up the shitter a little bit. Yeah, but then what do you do? You go and shit again, and it's like you start the whole cycle all better. over. <laughs> and you just start it all over. And so, uh, okay, but would you stop wiping your butt when I'm <laughs> Good. So are you enjoying it? No. Yes, you are. Absol absolutely you are. And you're enjoying the complaining that goes along with it, and you're enjoying the whole mystery, you're enjoying being a detective, you're enjoying uh, hating being in the shitter, but yet being there. Otherwise, you wouldn't be. It's that right. simple. So it's right. that simple. I'm not saying none, any of this is bad. I'm, I'm not demeaning anybody, but uh, it's like all I'm doing is saying recognize the very things that you're using to elude realization. What are you enjoying about not being there quite yet? Once you figure that out, then you can really play that game up and know at the same time, I am realized. Good. A couple Thank more. A couple more. What are you enjoying about it? And don't tell me you're not. If anybody says, oh, no, it's, I'm not, it's not my fault, it's my family or whatever, who are you going to blame? Well, actually, I've been laughing at myself the last week because yes. I realized it. Yeah. It's so simple. I don't fix anybody. I just allow. I don't yeah. engage. Right. And it's so easy. Yeah, yeah. It and is. when I try, and when I see the game, and if I want to participate, I jump in it, and then I get out and I laugh about it. Yeah, yeah. And so what's holding you back? Like I say, mm, when I want to participate in the game. Okay. So what you like to go in and out once in a while? 
right? Good, good. You feel uh, entertaining? Sure. And that's uh, going to be a very common thing uh, with those of you who continue to stay here. You want to go in and play once in a while, and then you want to get the hell out. Right. I yeah. just went to a funeral like a week ago, uh-huh. and everybody was in a circle around me, and we were just laughing. Right, right. Laughing, like cracking up. You have to. And everybody was around me, and it's like... Yeah. Good. They will never I, invite I, me I, again, I, I though. Propose. <laughs> <laughs> I propose. I uh, propose that funerals be turned into roasts for right. the person that's gone. Yes. You know, uh, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. So Good. for me, I believe I, I got it. Mm-hmm. Good. Two more. We got to move on. A lot of things to cover. So what are you enjoying about, about uh, pretending that you're not enlightened or realized? I am enlightened. Okay. And what I have troubles with is when living alone and I live in a remote area, yeah. there are things I need to get done, so I have to like drop back into my human and have my human get things done. Oh, okay. So it's just, it's just everyday life. Yeah. Okay. When you're alone by yourself in the woods, uh, do you know, do you realize that you are realized yes okay yes i do okay so it's only when you go into society that's Mm going to change then because all of you every every one of you you're going to realize going into town is fun for a short while because you go in i don't mean this sadistically or anything but you go in just to get energy swirling and and it's like (laughs) no you do and it's like oh i'm i'm gonna go what's what's your favorite store well, in Estes Park, there really aren't any. Um, let's see. I, I do like Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Okay, I'm yeah, going to go into I Whole do. Foods. I'm just yeah. going to stand there in the fruit aisle and watch everything go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, and, and, and really, it's kind of fun because you realize it's actually not. It's reorganizing. The energy is coming back into harmony, into its natural symphony, because there is a realized master there. Now, some of the people are going to suddenly <laughs> no, I'm serious, Calder. You can, suddenly somebody's walking through with their shopping cart and all of a sudden, whoa, <laughs> on the floor. And it's like, what's going on? And then everybody is slipping and sliding, and it's a <laughs> I got to get your attention somehow. <laughs> no, suddenly there's, there's kind of chaos around you, and the wind comes up, even in the store, and, and, and it's like lightning, and the lights go off, and, and, there's, and you're just standing there with a big old smile saying, I am here. Yes. And, and then you realize then all the energies change and come back into real harmony. And then, then there's like you hear celestial music playing. Always. And then all of a sudden all, everybody's smiling and peaceful and happy, and they're hugging each other. And Sherry, hi, I'm, I'm Adama. So nice to meet you. People don't do that in grocery stores, but when you're there, they, they'll do strange things. I get different reactions from people, those that notice and those that, you know, are just shut off. Right, from right. Energy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the great things I love doing every once in a while is uh, costuming. Um, uh, going, going into human society. Uh, now, I don't take on flesh and bones, but I take on the appearance, uh, the illusion. And I just love going sometimes as a poor beggar lady, sometimes as a, um, uh, any, a young child, sometimes as a dog. Uh, and I just love being there and watching how people react. And such, some people get really angry, some are very fearful. And I don't say a word, I'm just there. 
Some are filled with such compassion they literally do cry. Some start giving me money. I don't know what to do with it. Uh, and, and it's just it's really interesting, and that's what you're going to be doing, uh, if you choose. Or you can just stay in the woods. Good. Have, uh, have the drone deliver your food to you. <laughs> I've thought about that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad idea. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. And Good. my wood and plow the snow. And I have so, <laughs> people might just show up at your doorstep. I don't know why. I just felt like bringing you this wood. Now, in their mind, they might say there's this crazy old lady that lives <laughs> out in the woods, but you don't have to worry about any of that. It's not, it's not yours. Yeah, life, it's just gotten easier and simple. Yeah. It's just my passion is allowing. Yeah. I, yeah, I adore it. Good. Thank you. Two more. Thank you. Right behind you. Yes, sir. Hi. Yes. Merlin, sir. For me is… Uh, microphone, uh, please. It's yeah. here? Yeah. yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. that, that's good. <laughs> All right. For me is to… Part of like to be in the game. So think yeah. about we are in this world. We are like the players. Yeah. And this is the game. Yeah. For this role, mm -hmm. just play the game and get as much as experience I can get. Yeah. How much experience do you want? Um, like three or four more lifetimes. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 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 It will come on time. One day I can get up and say I want to do something else. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So for me, it's like like the movie Matrix. You guys watched a little bit, like you know, in, in artificial world right. type of thing. Uh -huh. But this world can be something like that, or it's a game, and we are everybody choose what to play, right? Different role. So right? basically, what you're saying is, game on. Game on. Yes. Game on. Yes. Uh, let's play yes. the game. Let's get really good at the game. Yes. Uh, but you actually never can. Uh, you can pretend that you you That's can pretend you're learning more and more, but there is no end to the game there's i think this is one of the reasons we are here nothing is perfect right well, it wasn't designed to be perfect yes, earth was yes. not designed yes. to be that way it wasn't designed as uh, forever land yes. uh, it was designed where you come you experience you allow and then you leave uh, it was not designed as the final colony mm -hmm. uh, not going to be uh, I, I have to laugh when uh, Humans are looking at going off and what to Mars now or whatever, you know, because uh, they're going to be around forever. Hell no! Uh, it's not about that. That's not the reason why Earth is here. Yeah. And experience things that maybe. How are you doing in the game right now? On a scale of one to ten, where are you? Are you a number six level, seven level? I would level? say not four. Four I'm level. I'm still young and I still have to experience. Okay. Of things. My suggestion: get out of the game now. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you can get up to eight, but you never get to ten. No, the bar right. of ten keeps rising for you. Mm -hmm. So get out of the game now. Say, I don't need the game. Uh, I'm going to enjoy my life as Merlin, as a true master on this planet. And, and that's not a game. Mm. Good. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for being here. Thank you. One more. One more. Uh, and my point here being that in realization is here. Now, what are you enjoying about not uh, having it realized? I think most of the time I'm relatively aware that realization is here mm -hmm. and has happened. Right. And, but what, what would prevent that full? Because there's still, you're still, there's still a little bit yearning there. and trying and saying, okay, what, what do I need to do next? When is that lightning bolt going to hit? 
I think pretty soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm on my way out. You're on your way. Okay. Can can we talk about that in just a bit? Sure. Okay. That's okay to discuss it. Oh yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Uh-huh. Good. Good. Uh, so I'm going to put I'm going to for you and for many of you listening. Uh, a lot of it is cleaning up, tidying up, uh, finishing old karma things, finishing old uh, um, things you wanted to work on with yourself, but kind of tidying up. Uh, so it's like you almost can't allow that realization until you've cleaned up mm. the loose ends. It could be. And that's one of the, that's one of the big ones with a lot of you. Just got to clean up those loose ends. You're never going to. You're, <laughs> you're never going to clean all of it up. Uh, and, and there's no sense in doing it anyway. It cleans itself up. It does. Oh, well, can we talk in just a bit? Sure. Okay, great. Thank you. So let's take a good deep breath with that. Uh, I'll come back to this from time to time. You wonder, oh, how come I'm not realized? And, you know, is there a carrot in front of me? No, there's not. And if there were, just eat it. I want you to look now. What would you possibly be doing, possibly be doing, that you're still enjoying, even though you complain about it? Uh, enjoying doesn't mean smiling and happy, and you're getting something out of it. What is it that you're kind of putting there and not really letting yourself realize that you realized? Uh, and feel into it. Really, really go deep with it. And don't be satisfied with just the first answer that pops in your mind because it's going to be Machio. What is it that you're. And yes, it could be pain. It could be you want some more. Suffering. It could be that you're cleaning up loose ends. It could be that maybe you're afraid of dying. Uh, maybe you're just afraid that you'll leave the planet because it's not easy. So let's take a deep breath with that. And really, between now and our next gathering, this is going to be this is going to be really a key. What is it that you're still enjoying about with the game? And it's not it's not that you're right or wrong. It's like oh yeah. I realize I still enjoy having a challenge in my life, solving a problem. I still enjoy being on my way to realization rather than being realized. Once you recognize that, then you can have fun with it. Okay, deep breath. Next, I'm going to introduce a new um, thing we do in some of our shouts together, uh, a new little um, segment. I'm going to call it um, um, Practical Magic for the Modern Merlin. Yeah. Uh, we talk a lot. I talk a lot. <laughs> um, we gotta, we're going to start getting into it, uh, actually doing it. So uh, I don't, we don't have any drum roll music. Um, let's just pre- Oh, there we go. Brum. Now, and maybe, maybe you could do a little video thing uh, uh, for before our next session, but practical well, – you've got two months, Calder is telling me – practical magic for the modern Merlin. Yes. yes. So uh, this is uh, – by the way, this is a wand, a magic wand. And you can buy one now before midnight. For just five hundred ninety-five dollars <laughs> and free shipping, uh, and it's magical, and it's total distraction. Total, uh, it's a nice stage prop for me, um, and it looks so good. 
that's uh, time for your shot crash. Close your mouth. Yeah, like that. Total distraction is just a piece of wood. It's pretty. It's nice. But this little piece of wood is a distraction so that you're looking over here and you're not really uh, – well, you're letting things come in. You're looking over here. Every, every one of you should probably have one. <laughs> but recognize total distraction. It's time to really allow energy to work for you. And in order to do so, I feel it's important for you, the human, to have a trigger. You think about it sometimes. You've heard me say the words, energy serving you. You think about it, but now I want you to start doing it. Coming up with, first, a trigger. A trigger is either like a body gesture like that, something unique though, not something just everybody does. Something that you can really – people think you're weird if you go around doing that – but <laughs> something that is unique to you, meaningful to you, you have to do consciously. You have to really stop for a moment and do the thing. And again, all the time you can have your magic wand over here, but it's just a piece of beautiful wood. An energy trigger is when you say, energy. I command you to serve me. I command you to serve me. That's it. Or energy, serve me, if you don't like the word command. That's what it's all about. Energy is always here, and it's always serving you. That is, that is true. It's not like it hasn't been here, but what happens is typically in a tight situation, the human's energy center their energy sphincter tightens up. You're in, a bad, you're in a tough situation, and what happens? You squeeze in. You restrict the flow of energy at a time when you should be open to energy. Suddenly, uh, you're well, – what's a good example? You're walking along the floor. You're out of your body, as you are most of the time. You slip and fall, and as you're taking that tumble, you know, it's like slow motion. Some of you have been there, like slow motion, and you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and and what happens is your energy sphincter tightens up, uh, and I'm getting all this from you today. Sorry, <laughs> you bring in that toilet head headband. It's like a faucet. Suddenly, you turn the faucet nearly off. You restrict the flow of energy at the very time you should be opening it up. That's the way. Of the Merlin. Merlin, no matter what situation Merlin is confronted with, Merlin stops for a moment, does their trigger, whatever that happens to be. It could be a word, it could be a body gesture. Even if it's right in the moment of imminent danger, or high stress, or a situation where you feel might be insurmountable, that's when you stop and you do the trigger and you open to the energy rather than close to the energy. This is very, very important also to understand there is no agenda in it. When you do the trigger, it's not about saying, here's what I want for the outcome. The outcome of whatever happens is going to be perfect, and it always is. Maybe not in what the old human thought it should be. 
but it is going to be perfect. But when you're restricting the flow almost down to just a drip, drip, drip of energy, you're not going to get the full benefit of the magic of the experience and of the unfolding that comes with it. Think back into your life, situations that have come along. It might have been physical, might have been financial or emotional. In those situations, you generally bring in your energy, close it down, or you close yourself to that energy. You turn down the faucet. You restrict the natural flow of energy. And that's, that's what's really the problem. It's not the situation that you're in. Magical things happen. You could be right within a second of a car accident, hitting somebody, and what, what you've been doing is closing down, and like, oh crap, that's the time to open up, and that's when the magic happens, because then it can serve you. Basically what you've doing, been doing is saying to the energy, well, I don't want anymore, no energy, or your mind has been saying, here's the outcome I want, and the energy ain't going that way. And in this case, it's like, open up and allow the energy to serve you in that moment. It doesn't have to be only at times of uh, impending disaster <laughs> or conflict or anything else. As a matter of fact, this is something you should consciously do 10, 20 times a day until you get so familiar with it. It's like allowing. You're opening up. The only thing that's been between you and the real magic has been the limitation or the restriction of energy. That's it. Not that you're doing anything wrong, or that you're not worthy, or you're not magical. This is just a stick, but it's a great distraction. It's not because of that. It's because in difficult cases, you restrict the energy and you bring it right to there, rather than being in your energy. You stop yourself. Triggers. Right to there is I am. That's it. That's, it's just, you don't even have to think about it. It's just me. I am. Instead of just thinking about it, instead of closing down. So a trigger could be a, uh, a physical gesture that you make, but something unique, like it could be clicking of the fingers. It could be be creative, come up with something that's not just common with everybody. Or a word. Not a word that's currently in use. Make up a word. I do it all the time. I love it. I'll make up all sorts of words. You know, why not? Because if the word is currently in usage, there's an energy associated with it, and it takes away the full expression. Come up with a word. And Shazam ain't the word, because everybody uses Shazam. Come up with a word that, uh, and you don't have to just, again, feel into it. It'll come to you, uh, whether it's a word or like a, a, a trigger mechanism with uh, you know, hitting your knee or something like that. Something that reminds you it's time to open, not to close. That is Magic 101. Never, ever, 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 ever use it on another person. It's you and your energy. Never have a, an agenda or what you think should be the outcome. We'll only do that at graduate, graduate level. Right now, it's this simple. You open rather than close. 
you allow rather than restrict. At all times, remember, energy is your friend. It's there to serve you, and it's your energy. You spend eons of time playing the opposite game. But the natural fact is energy is yours, and it is your friend. It's never wanted to harm you or never wanted to hurt you, never wanted to appear to be separate. But that's a game you played, and it went along. Now open up to energy. Come up with a word. Come up with a body motion, a trigger that is yours, but never, ever use it on another person. It's not that I'm going to come after you, but that same energy will – whether you use it in love and compassion or whether you use it in hatred and anger against somebody, that's where you start getting into trouble. That's where you've gotten trouble in the past. That's why you've closed down and held back. That's why I say stop trying to save the planet, because that's out of compassion, and the planet is going to mess with you. Use it as your energy without even trying to have a desired outcome, and then watch the magic happen. The moment you desire an outcome, the moment that you're setting an agenda, you are limiting energy by its very nature, and then you're going to go mental when you simply allow it to be, and allow whatever comes with your energy. Not, it's not God's energy. It's not the planet's energy. It's not anybody's energy. The moment you allow your energy to be, you're going to discover what true magic really is. You're going to discover then how you can be in the midst of the chaos of the world, and it simply doesn't affect you. I'm being asked by several here, uh, watching and online, should we share it with others? I, I wouldn't. Why? Uh, what, what are you trying to out-trigger uh, each other? My word, my body action is better than yours. Not that it's a big secret, but it's yours. Stop playing the game. Stop having to go out on social media, and some of you are already doing it, uh, and say, oh, here's what I just came up with, or I knew this five years ago. And it's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Jeez. Uh, uh, so, your own trigger. It's yours. It's personal. Body motion, a word, something, and start getting used to it. Uh, whether you're in the middle of a tough situation, whether you're just driving down the, the street, that word, that action, that trigger will have a conscious effect. You'll start remembering, that's right, I open to energy, I don't close to it. You're in a bad situation, you're, you went to the grocery store and suddenly uh, you're at the checkout line and you realize, oh, stupid me, I forgot my wallet today. That's the time, trigger. Now, if you expect your wallet to appear, you're doing it wrong. What, but follow the magic that happens from that moment. If you are expecting, oh, I have to do my Shazam uh, thing because I forgot my wallet and then it's suddenly going to be there, you've just failed uh, because you're not allowing the energy to serve you. You have a desired outcome that's often limited by the human agenda, and that blocks out the magic. Watch what happens if you just do your trigger, and knowing that you're in an embarrassing situation, there's 20 people in line looking at you with great disgust, and you're fumbling around trying to find your wallet. Let that be the entry point for real magic to happen. 
It is amazing. Uh, um, suddenly you get sick. Suddenly you come down with a bad flu. Come back to your trigger. And not to try to make yourself healthy. Not to try to say, I need to get over this flu because I have an important meeting in, in, uh, tomorrow. Not at all. Open to the energies rather than restrict the energies and watch the magic that happens. And it's so simple, it's so beautiful. It's so, it's so magic 101. It's amazing. And this is just a prop. This is just a distraction. So if a bunch of you go out and get this, I'm going to even ask Caldra to post online where he got this. Uh, it, it's just a distraction. Humans need to see that sometimes. They, they can't possibly imagine that you by yourself can really be the magician, but you give you a little piece of wood to hold in your hand and suddenly you're God. <laughs> so whether you do it now, whether you do it later, your trigger. And you're going you're gonna to start to realize too how much you've been closing down, you've been restricting at times when you should have been opening up. You just get a notice from the government, they're going to audit your taxes. Jump! You close down. You don't want to be seen. You don't want to deal with it. Last thing in the world you know, is that you want more energy, even though you're saying, God, I need money, I need something, help me. No, you, you close down. Watch what happens now. Use your trigger, the trigger that says, I open to my energy. Not the government's energy, not to the authorities are going to come and haul you off or anything like that, but to your own. This is where the real magic begins. And again, never, ever use it on another person. Ever. You've gotten too much trouble for that in the past. It caused too many heartaches uh, along the way. It is for you only, without agenda. Does that make sense? You're not using it to save the world. Because you. What's going to happen? Here you are opening to more energy, and suddenly you're out of compassion for the rest of the world. Oh boy, you're going to, you're going to feel the um, effects of it. It is for you only. Okay, I think we're pretty clear on that. Let's take a good deep breath. Good deep breath with that. Come up with a trigger, a word, a, a unique word, a word that's unique to you. A unique word, body movement, whatever it is that reminds you. I open to my energy, and then let the magic begin. No agenda. No figuring it out. Just open up. That's it. Open the valve rather than close it. Okay. I know there will be questions on this, but uh, for right now, just figure your own trigger and start using it. Start feeling into it uh, 10, 20 times a day. Just to get used to it, to realize, oh, this is my mechanism for opening the energies. Okay, deep breath. Too much fun today. Oh, time is flying. We have a few more things to do. Uh, Dr. Borton, um, we talked before. Uh, are you okay with coming up? Yes. Yeah, please. Oh, thank you. Yes. Good. And uh, would you like to sit or lean or? Lean. Okay. So I've asked uh, this dear Chambra uh, to come up to the front. Uh, you've got an interesting story to tell. Uh, would you want to tell it, or you want me to? Well, we need to know first. It's just a story. It's just a story. It's just a story. 
a year ago, I was diagnosed with a cancer tumor in my uh, intestines, and that was taken out. And um, I spent last year doing a lot of research and holistic healing methods. Um, spent all year doing all kinds of everything to be healthy because I planned to stay here. And a week or two ago, I was back in the hospital and they said the cancer had spread. And I had a choice. I could live for a month or two or I could do chemo and be sick for a year and go to the doctor all the time. And I said, well, that's no choice for me. So I'm I was kind of upset when they first said that because I had kind, been... Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I had been doing the blood test, and the blood test showed that the cancer was in really good shape. Mm -hmm. And the doctors hadn't mentioned that the blood tests don't always work. So um, once they said, you've got a month or two to live, and I came to terms with that mm -hmm. and realized I wasn't going to spend a year going to the doctor and being sick. Mm -hmm. um, Are you angry? I was for a little bit. Yeah, a little bit is what? How long? A few hours. That's not very long. Are you well, afraid? No. No. I am not afraid at all. I'm in. I'm not in good shape physically, <laughs> but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I am at peace. I'm looking forward to the complete. Uh, completion of my ascension and enlightenment and moving on. Yeah. So, uh, and some people would be uncomfortable with this being up here, but uh, you, you agreed to, to talk. I'm very happy to. And we have not to. talked uh, in person uh, on the other levels, but not uh, like this. And some people here are uncomfortable with the subject uh, because. You're basically, the doctors have said you have what, a matter of weeks, right? Yes. And, but I, I want everybody to, if you're okay with it, to check her energy out. Uh, and the clarity, the beauty of your energy, no fear, uh, or if there are just little tiny traces <laughs> of it, and uh, almost, um, as strange as it sounds, almost a passion. Yes. Yeah. And you know, of course, uh, crossing over is so easy. It's going to be easy. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to be there. Uh, Kathumi has promised to be there. Oh, I and love him. Yeah. Thank you. Well, about me. Uh, <laughs> you too. Yeah. You too. <laughs> and and it, it's, it's, I can tell you right now, it's nothing what most people think it's like. Uh, the crossing over, first of all, you kind of do it actually days, sometimes maybe a week or two before you act, the physical body actually goes. So it's not just like going in the moment like that. And it's so liberating, so freeing. Uh, and, and a lot of you is already on the way out. Yes. Um, and I don't want to say there's parties, but there's parties. Yes. And there, there is celebration. <laughs> there is, you know, the biggest thing about it, there's no pain. And for you, for actually for Moshe there's actually no fear. In, in where you're going through kind of, I'm going to call it the tunnel, it's not quite like that, but there's no fear. And I think people fear the fear, what's going to happen when they transition. But i got to ask you a question, uh, a question because um, it's on the minds of a lot of Chambra. So you're, you're leaving uh, and coming back home, I'm going to call it. Yes. Uh, you've already laid out a lot of the work that you're going to do. Mm -hmm. You're already working with uh, FM. Uh, John mm -hmm. Kederka, uh, and the other realms. And, uh, but why didn't you stay? 
I thought I was going to, mm-hmm. at least consciously what I'm aware of a year ago when they found the tumor, because I spent all year doing the holistic healing, I was planning on staying. Yeah. Why would you have wanted to stay? Because um, so much is happening, and I'm ready to be Merlin, and I'm mm-hmm. ready to be helping with the energy on the planet. I'm ready to be doing whatever my part is to help Mm-hmm. to help this move forward on the planet. Yeah. And, and this is kind of a, kind of a not a dilemma, but a uh, situation where some Shambra have faced, and there's been mm-hmm. a number of Shambra that, that they just come over to the other side. Uh, it is really, really hard to stay, uh, for one. And secondly, it was actually never your desire. I mean, maybe your human kind of thought uh, you wanted to stay. Your thing in this lifetime uh, was to come here to allow your realization and then to leave. Uh, you've always said that you could do more from the other side than you could actually do from here, uh, but it was never actually in your own plan, your own life plan to stay. Now, it doesn't mean you couldn't change that right now. It doesn't mean you couldn't reverse using a little magic, uh, using um, some magic here, that you couldn't reverse it. But the question is, would you? I think not. Think not. I'm, I'm geared to go. Yeah. I'm, oh, you're at peace I'm, with it, I'm obviously. I'm good to go. Obviously. So I really would like everybody to feel into this, because uh, Dr. Bourne represents so much more than just yourself up here today. I represent so many of you uh, who have put up with a lot in this life, who didn't necessarily say you were going to st- want to stay. but. There's some of you out there that uh, never were going to stay, but that doesn't mean you can't change your mind. I don't care one way or the other. Uh, the more of you on the other side, the merrier in a way. Um, have a big party. Um, FM is going to uh, be there welcoming you. He's excited about it because you know some things that are going to help him to help Shambra. So, um, so it's interesting. Uh, if you had a choice, you'd you you're prepared to come back. To come back? I mean, to my side. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Forget where I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, no, I'm not prepared yeah. to come back here. <laughs> I, 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 and the reason why I asked you to come up here was for a lot of different things, but one very, very important thing, uh, and such a reminder to all Chambra everywhere, not just about being the, the true Merlin, uh, and now really opening the energy, but I want you to look at the dignity in the energy of this amazing angel. Absolute dignity. I talked about dignity in one of our recent gatherings and, and said it's time to return to dignity. And if ever there was a standard <laughs> in the history of Shambra and going into the future of Shambra, anybody question their own dignity. I would like you to take a look at this angel right here, right now. So. <laughs> Anything you'd like to share? Yes, I would like to just take a moment to thank you, Adamas, for all that you've given uh, for Jeffrey and Linda and all that you do with Crimson Circle and everyone here and everyone out there. <laughs> 
Uh, Crimson Circle has been a wonderful, wonderful part of my life the past 10 years. And I just appreciate and love every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. You know what I love? It's it's uh, oh, I love the love, and it's not uh, anybody here with feelings of sorrow or or anything like that. We've gone beyond even the fear of coming back home, uh, what you would call death, and it's truly amazing. Such breakthroughs and uh, energy, and such uh, a standard you are. Yeah. Mm. Whew. Okay, that even that just. Such dignity uh, and uh, honor. Uh, just amazing. Just amazing. Okay, I can barely move on. Well, let's take a deep breath and let's uh, bring this all to a beautiful marab on this day. There's a music in the background. I, I know you're all waiting for your tacos, but <laughs> there are priorities, I guess. But uh, let's take a good deep breath on this beautiful day of our first shout in Passion 2020. You're writing history, and the very first question I asked is, should we start putting this together? Like 99 little sayings of the Master? Not, not quite yet. We're getting there. We'll, we'll do it at the right time. We'll do it in a way that can never be perverted or distorted by anyone. But right now, what we're doing, let's Let's really bring it to its purity. You know, so whatever we put together eventually won't get too mental. Let's bring it to its purity. You're going to be the ones that are the standards for others. And you'll have a lot of assistance from the other side. A lot of assistance. They, like the entities that have worked with you, have been have been in human form before. So, let's take a good deep breath with that. Your real passion. That, I'm so delighted we're here in this series at this time. Your real passion. Now, some of you have been asking a lot lately, how, how come I'm not realized? When's it going to happen? As we talked about today, it's, it's time to look at what you're still enjoying about not being or not realizing you realized. What are you still enjoying? And enjoying doesn't mean uh, it's always pleasant, but you're still getting something out of it. What are you getting out of it? There's everything in the, in the world from ranging from, well, I can't do it quite yet because uh, my kids aren't out of college, to I got to clean up loose ends, to I don't really feel quite worthy yet. I got to do some more internal work. Some of you are waiting for the person next to you to do it first. I'll go after they go. A lot of reasons, and, and it's okay. As I said before, this isn't a rush. I, I actually want you to 
and experience the hell out of this. I mean, it's the only time it's ever going to happen, ever, ever, in your life. But just recognize what it is and then have fun with it rather than fighting it. Maybe you just enjoy worrying all the time and <laughs> enjoy just being on this amazing ride with other Shambra. Whatever it is, just acknowledge it. That's it. We talked today about that energy trigger, Magic 101. Open, don't close. That simple. <laughs> but there's that tendency and, and that, well, lifetimes of training. When things get tough, close it up. Storms brewing on the horizon. Well, who in the right mind would open up the energy? No, you run and hide. And I use that metaphorically. Something coming into your life. Run and hide, close down, shut down, don't be seen. It's like, uh-uh. You see, this is, remember, Tobias used to talk about the point of separation. I'm going to call this the point of magic. What appears to be a storm is not a storm at all. So you open up rather than close down. Going through a tough patch right now with your partner, what do you do? You, you barricade yourself. You close, you turn down the spigot on, on energy. Shut down the faucet and then you cry that you're thirsty. <laughs> Open it up. It's going to seem to be really counterintuitive at first. Why would you want to open up to more energy when energy is, well, it's been rough? Because this is the point of magic, right there. No agenda. Don't, don't tell the energy what to do. Because it is responding to consciousness, not to thoughts. Do not tell the energy what to do, even though it's yours, because it is responding to consciousness, which is far more expansive than thoughts and far more true than any thought that your mind could ever have. So don't tell the energy what to do. Just bring it in. And never, never, ever use it on somebody else. Not even your own kids. Not, not even trying to send them a little zap of magic so that they'll graduate with good grades from college. As much as a loving parent as you might be, don't do it. It's only for you. Because the magic that you bring into their life will be a light that shines into theirs. You don't need to direct any magic or energy at them, as long as you are being, as long as you are the Merlin. You don't need to make any changes in their life. It's your light 
that will illuminate their magic. That's it. To come up with a trigger, something that reminds you that it's time to open up to your energy. When something tough happens, something that uh, you just don't like in your life, you suddenly get lost in a strange city, driving around, you forgot your GPS device or whatever. Instead of tightening up, open up. But no agenda, no saying, well, I have to find my direction. No, there is something magical happening that got you lost in the first place and now open rather than close. Come up with a word. A made-up word, not not anything that is already out there. A made-up word or a body gesture or something. I become so familiar with it. It's the constant reminder to the human. Energy is my friend. I allow it. Come a point where you don't even have to use that word anymore, or that body trigger. You're just going to be open to energy, your energy, where you can actually laugh about how you used to hold back at the very time where you should be opening up. Don't use it to try to make your business better or your health better. That's the human trying to direct, and that will stop the magic. Take a deep breath. You are Merlin. Now, at the time when the planet could use you more than ever, interesting timing on all this. Very interesting. Take a good deep breath, my dear friends, into the passion, into the realization, into your own realization. Good deep breath. 
We'll be, um, the, the crew will be off uh, next month, apparently, but uh, I'm going to be around. We may not have a shout, but you and I are going to be going to be continuing doing all this together. We'll return to this very stage in two months from now. But in the meantime, be the Merlin. With that, my dear friends, all is well in all of creation. Thank you. So with that, I invite each of us to just feel in to this marab, this message, to really feel in to this new sense of passion. Take the good deep breath in love of self, the Merlin that each of us are. Be with that good deep breath and allow it. Allow it. Thank you for being here. And as Adamus mentioned, we'll be back specifically here the first Saturday in October. Thank you. Thank you, Adamus. Thank you, Jeffrey Hoppy, for channeling Adamus. We'll be back. Thank you, everyone here and all of you listening in. Thank you. <laughs>